to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. Thanks for joining me. This is episode 33, and on this episode, we have a special guest, Flaw 700 from the 700 Block Podcast and from the podcast, Brothers Podcast. Um, happy anniversary to them. They are having their one-year anniversary episode this week, and he was able to join me and have a conversation about relationships and how he made um, the selection of his soon-to-be wife and the qualities he feels like men need to have to be faithful and, you know, just a lot of wonderful ideas he has about relationships and what's important and how to make them thrive. Please join us while we have this awesome conversation about, you know, relationships and, you know, some cheating here and there. This will be my last um, episode that would incorporate this much cheating talk because um, I'm kind of wrapping up the series. I will have one final show, it will just be me, where I'll cover all the things that I've learned from this cheating series and all the, you know, comments that were helpful and kind of give you an idea of where I stand today as far as what I think cheating is and what it can do to the relationship. It really was a great journey, unexpected and very, you know, fulfilling. I really appreciate everyone who's worked with me thus far, but I'll get into that on that show. For now, get into the episode with me and Flaw 700. Alrighty, so today on Crystal Clear the Podcast, I have Flaw 700. And basically, when I did my cheater leave part two with Jay from Just Say Words, he told me that I should talk to you because you kind of talk about relationships, you know, some okay. and, and you did you guys on your um, podcast brothers show and on your Flaw 700 show, you did have the topic of why did I get married and infidelity. So I listened to both of those shows and I was like, yeah. I'll pencil them in. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, that's why um, I kind of was like, okay, let me figure out what to talk about with him. You have a lot of interesting things going on. Like, you are engaged to be married. So, I I feel like... Yes, I am. I feel like you have enough, you know, life experiences to kind of, um, you know, have a conversation about the relationship topic. So, here we are. And I feel like you've listened to my show. I don't know if you listened to all of the cheating topics, at least one or two, I'm sure. So I definitely be checking your show out. Okay. I listen to your show. Okay. I am a fan. Great. Thank you. Thank you. As I am with both, well, all of the TPB Pod Network, basically all the shows. So whoever drops first, whenever it drops, I'm pretty much gonna listen to them at some point. So. I feel like I want to ask you a question just in general, like what you think about relationships. What do I think about relationships? Like in general, like as far as like, you know, how they start and how they progress, like what goes on, like your general experience in relationships. Man, um, I have a strange way of looking at things. I think my generation relationships sucked. Uh huh. You know, I think people in my age bracket, you know, I just turned 34. Mm-hmm. And us men and us women were out here lost, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I see, I seen a great past and I see a great future. Like I, it's like to me, in my eyes, I see these young kids getting together and staying together. You know, they seem happy together, mm-hmm. and they're starting young. Right. 
you know, they're they're you know, they're going to college together, they're becoming entrepreneurs together. Like these men and women are actually building something that my generation kinda didn't know exist. Mm-hmm. So, um, like you said earlier, I'm engaged to be married, but look how long it took me to get here, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was looking for to um, you know, tell me, Hey, it's it's time and these are the moves that need to be made. I used to use the excuse of there was no married people around me, mm. so I didn't know what to look for. Right. So, um, as far as my experience, I wasted a lot of time. I didn't know when was the time, when was ready, when I was ready. Didn't know how to get ready, and it also had something to do with my surroundings. Mm-hmm. Nobody around me was doing nothing, and when people would get married, they would leave you alone. Like you wouldn't hear from them. That's true. So you didn't have examples of married people because they would, you know, just wouldn't hang out with you no more. They was married and gone. That's true. That is true. And I like how you put it. So let's get into my first question. Uh, Do you think men try to select the woman that would fulfill all of their needs and desires to to marry? Um, I'll answer that the best i'll answer that through my strange way again absolutely that a lot of young kids are actually doing the friend thing or or they they have more in common than just sex Mm -hmm. i think that somebody like me and the people that was around me it was just like if the sex is good if you do this sexually then we should have a relationship and they wind up not working Mm -hmm. um so i don't think that the people that I was around nor myself was actually looking for somebody to fulfill needs mm-hmm. that we actually didn't know that we even wanted. We just was horny people. Gotcha. Horny guys. And women and, and, and the women wanted attention so they would use sex themselves. True. So you had um, guys using sex to get in relationships and then you was probably stuck with somebody because you had a child with them or um, you know Yo, moved in together because the bills it's kind of like sex and then you're on your own so you got to pay the bills by yourself so you get with somebody to help with the bills so you know we were getting with each other for the wrong reasons okay I feel that I, I see where you're going there I, I kind of feel that way and, and it does come from you know just not knowing just not having enough life experience to kind of yep. you know make the best decision but like you know you recently got engaged so i guess for you personally as who you are today do you think that you are that you selected with you know all of your wits about you as far as like what you need and what you desire do you feel like you made a selection from that part of you i did okay Um, like i said i just turned 34 Mm -hmm. and there's something about turning 30 for me something about being in your 30s Mm -hmm. where you where certain certain information start to stick right um certain things just change in your life where you can hear a message when you're 25 but you're Mm -hmm. not going to get it right you hear when you're 31 it's like okay you know because my mother and father weren't married Mm -hmm. and so I, i didn't know nothing about the married life um so when it was time for me so when I was out there dating and dealing with women breaking up was the normal for me it's like oh this ain't working it's time to break up I didn't know how to fight I didn't know to fight right um these days I know how to fight and even though me and my fiance is engaged to be married 
it took a fight for us to get here. Right, right. Things that I didn't know before, so that's what made me prepare for this, to know that whatever we got going on, we're going to fight for it, and mm-hmm. we're just going to keep moving. Things I didn't know before. Cool, cool, cool. And that's that's amazing. That's beautiful. I feel like that's very important. I feel like we'll get into that a little more as you know i bring on the next questions because they're definitely tailored to the conversation of you know getting past things you know and learning from the experience of a relationship and uh yeah so i really think that's cool um you're you just turned 34 right last week right yes okay sure did so i i'll be 35 this year so i'll be yeah so you know y'all it's like for some reason the 30s i don't i can't explain it as in my experience especially because i got married i was probably married by the time i was 27 yeah married (laughs) married by 27 and um Mm -hmm. yeah so it was like learning it was pretty early but for my experience because the way i was raised it really wasn't too early i kind of naturally slowed down as far as like you know the type of things i did the kind of people i dealt with so it was just time you know it was for me because you know just the way i was raised and you know i don't know if my husband i doubt he was raised um like i was completely i know that he had a church he had church in his background but i don't think it was as you know deep as my experience but i don't know we seem to i guess have the same understanding that we were gonna you know work through whatever there was to work through as it you know came up and I feel like if you have that knowledge alone, just knowing that you're with somebody that you're going to be with, understanding that all will not be perfect, but you are down to fight for what you have, I think that's a key ingredient. So, yep, good, good for you. Yeah, I should just, I should just walk away. Like, hey, this ain't working. I'm gone. You know. <laughs> as far as like, if y'all are having like a, a, a argument or something like that, or one one argument, I was gone because. The way I looked at it is when you're single, it's like I'm stress free. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I'm like, yo, you coming into my life to stress me out. I ain't with that. Mm. So it's like one, one, one sense of negativity. It's like I can do fine without this. Right. <laughs> That's how I felt. Oh, wow. Oof. Well, you know, I, <laughs> well, if she I mean, made it, if she made it so to today, which means y- y'all got over a lot of those arguments to where you understood they were going to come about. You know, you can't yeah. avoid arguments. You're two different people. I think when uh, the saying, like, uh, when you fall in love, like, two worlds collide. Like, I don't think people understand the collision of it all because y'all are different. And you kind of build off your um, the your um, similarities. But you are still extremely different. But we can't, right. we, we can't get over what attracts us to, you know, one another. So, for a little while, that's all you have. And once those differences start coming up... You, you start realizing, like, hey, who is this person? Like, well, I guess I should get to know them for everything that they are. And I guess I love them enough to give them that opportunity to show me all yeah. that they are. And me being married for, like, seven going on eight years, I understand that um, I'm always learning something new. I'm always learning something new. And that's the exciting part of marriage. You're changing constantly. Constantly. Thanks. <laughs> constantly. It doesn't stop. So... Yeah. <laughs> On to question two. Do you personally believe that men can be faithful? Yeah, men can be faithful. And I sit there and I think about that um, all the time. It's like 
because you don't know how to be faithful. You just know that it's a thing that you have to do. Mm-hmm. And you got to sit back and you got to think. See, speaking as a man, mm-hmm. the women that I've been around, they just know how to be faithful. It's a, it's a thing around men where all men cheat. Mm-hmm. And I, I sit back and I think, well, how can, you know, I'm engaged to be married. How can I be the best version of myself? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just some things that you read that you pick up on that if you don't have men in your life, or you don't have examples of good relationships, it's hard to come up with those things. Right. And one thing that, and a few things that I've learned is you have to be your greatest version when nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, don't use opportunities for um, to cheat or step out when, you know, nobody's around. And those are just, those are small gems that right. a lot of guys don't know. Like, right. you're not the best version of yourself when you're performing for others you're your best when it's just you yes when you're making those yes when i was just about to say that when you're making those disciplined decisions that's when you're being and exercising your best self that definitely is a gym discipline discipline is hard Mm -hmm. what you eat how you live is hard right and those are the things that so a man that's out cheating he doesn't know he has to be disciplined not to and that's basically what i'm saying if you don't know what it takes to not you'll probably do right you can't just say i'm not cheating on my wife because i don't cheat but what you don't know is you're using discipline because it's the soon as you speak it into existence that's when you start getting attacked that's just me no i no, there's some truth to that no i i absolutely totally agree with that there is some truth to that um i also i also don't feel like men totally understand or women for that fact what it means when they're cheating so when they're cheating of course it's like a lack of discipline and they're you know betraying the relationship and what's to come or whatnot and I also feel like in some weird way they are um what's the word I'm looking for they are like slowing down their personal progress mm-hmm. because I feel like you're you are falling into a pattern that you kind of like you kind of know better you know you you know that you are better than that you know that the person you you are with deserves better than that and you're kind of allowing yourself to fall into something that's beneath you and i feel like you're personally slowing down your personal progress and i feel like we will never understand what it what we're doing to ourselves when we allow things like that to like overcome overcome our better senses of what we know we should be doing so. Yeah, it's all like a test. It's mm-hmm. all like a test. You know, just like I was saying, it's like as soon as you make, you know, that bold statement to yourself mm-hmm. that you're going to change for the better, and that's when all the bad things start to happen. You just got to weather those storms. Right, 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 right. You know, you got you to gotta treat the relationship because it's yours. So you got to say to yourself, this relationship is mine. Why don't I respect my own product? Like, this mm. is mine. So respect what's mine. Like, if you can't respect what's yours, <laughs> you're in trouble. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow, wow. I like the way you think. All right, so outside of discipline, what do you think would be another quality that a faithful man needs to possess to be successful? Hobbies. Okay. Stay busy. Boredom, boredom, boredom will take you places. <laughs> <laughs> boredom will defeat discipline. <laughs> mm hmm. You know, 
why I'm a busy person, you mm-hmm. know. I don't even watch TV anymore. Wow. Because I have, you know, the podcast brother show, the mm-hmm. 700 block. Mm-hmm. I produce Mama Yoga's podcast. Right. I'm always creating content and trying to find ways to promote my podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for nothing else. Wow. You know what some people are doing right now? Scrolling social media, just looking. Bored. <laughs> You're putting yourself in a bad position. True. True. Wow. So this is good. I feel like men need to hear this. I said, this is good. I feel like men need to hear this. I feel like there's a million bad examples. I feel like it is. Especially if there's some... Especially if there's, like, guys out there who say, you know, they don't know what it looks like to be faithful. They don't know what that type of man... What he even does. Like, as you you talked about it, like, when married people get married, they kind of go away. They kind of just live in each other's existence. So it's like they don't, you know, they don't, you know, spend as much time with their friends... But there's something to think about. Like, after they come up for air, they can start to spend time with their loved ones and kind of show people what it's like to be happily married so it's not such a, you know, like a, a far-off thing that people can't imagine because we don't see it enough, you know? Something yep. for me to think about in my relationship. But, you know, here I am all the way in Dallas when my people are in Houston. But that's a whole other thing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, so hobbies. Can I piggyback off that? Sure, sure, go. I like I, I be sitting thinking like men need a real like a he man woman hater type club type of thing. <laughs> because when I was telling you that I would break up with women like the first argument uh-huh. is was because when you look at pictures, all you see is happiness. Yeah. I need to know you going through something too. Right. My wife got on my nerves this week. Oh, where? Mine did too. Yes. And you feel better. Right. <laughs> After like, oh, you're going through this too? It's normal. Right. And so it's like, when you see nothing but happiness, you think that relationships are supposed to be perfect. Right. Right. Which but makes people, did. which make people, you know, get real hush-hush about their issues, which kind of yeah. deteriorates the relationship because they don't have people to talk to. You already know there's a stigma with, you know, counseling and stuff like that. You know, when it comes to getting help for your relationship and then when the relationship is dead completely because nobody's talking to anybody and they don't have anyone yeah. to talk to and, you know, it's just there's nothing left, then y'all just going to, you know, slowly die together because you don't know what to do and you won't talk. So, 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 so if it's not extremely happy, it's extremely miserable, but nobody wants to talk about the in-between because things do happen. People do make Mm -hmm. bad decisions and I have learned a lot from my cheating series and I kind of, I still feel strongly with my original opinion for, you know, several reasons, but I am more open-minded because, because there are things that are going to happen that I don't feel like should end the relationship because, it's just more to it. Like you guys said, I just really wish that, you know, people could go into deeper details about there's more to it. And we will. We will. <laughs> so. Right. All right. So I believe we got, of course, we understood discipline is something that's important. The person needs hobbies. They don't need to be bored. Um, stay busy, which involves the hobbies. Is there anything else that's important for a man to, you know, possess if they're going to be a faithful man? Um, just have that, make sure, and this goes both ways, not just for men. Right, right, right. But just have have that open conversation, have that conversation, which be able to have the conversation with mm-hmm. your mate. So when things are going astray, you have that conversation. 
you know, there's some men who are afraid to ask their woman for a threesome or something like that. You know, if you, mm-hmm. if, if you are looking at other women, you know, it's just not saying that, you know, that's what would stop a man from cheating. But don't be afraid to have conversations with your wife about things. Things. You like if you saying? feel like you're lacking something, is there, if there's something more you want, you should be, oh, yeah, you should feel comfortable right. having that conversation. I agree with that. Like, I agree with that. I do. Because holding holding things in, because holding things in leaves um, conversation for somebody else. Because if you feel like you can't talk to your other half, but you can talk to this person, that leads to things that shouldn't happen. Right. You know. And and who and who do you blame? So if who do you blame? Because I feel like there's a lot of circumstances to where one or the other, the man or the woman, gets into a place to where they don't feel like they can talk to their spouse. And I don't personally believe anybody did anything significant to why they don't feel like they can have that conversation. So do you blame the person that has something to say and won't say it? Or do you blame the person that, you know, basically is not welcoming enough for their partner to speak to? Like, who would you put place the blame on when it comes to communication? I blame both because, okay. just like I said earlier... These younger kids have such a friendship bond, mm-hmm. and I think that they can go to each other when it comes to anything. I think that if you're in that type of relationship, you're leading it with the wrong things. That's mm-hmm. sex, and that's we got to go half on these bills. Mm-hmm. I've been there. It's like you put all these things up in the air, but then when it's time to have that real conversation, you don't know if this person is strong enough to hear what you got to say. Right. Um, so that's 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 me choosing the wrong one that's her choosing the wrong one right um so i've seen it i've seen it work when you're just best of friends right no also also because i feel like i it comes up a lot with me that there was just a lot of things i didn't think to talk about i just didn't think to talk about them like i like i talk about like how i even never imagined getting married and I never even imagined, you know, having a child. And I didn't know what kind of mother I wanted to be until I was pregnant. So that conversation came up really late in our relationship. And it's like, while it's not a deal breaker, it's a challenge. Because here I am, pregnant. Well, now she's three. But when I was pregnant, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to work. And my husband, he saw both his parents work. And so it was like, well, what you mean? <laughs> you know, like, we no, I don't do this alone. Hey, you know, that is... <laughs> That is true. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't know that's something that needs to be said right. until it's time to say it. Right. Like, so yeah, I, that I, is true. I, so I, I wanted to, I want to put it out there to like people who are, you know, married or you know, people who are thinking about getting married. Like there are things you're not going to think to talk about. So while it is very good to build a friendship, it is extremely good to build a friendship and kind of know each other and be able to talk to each other you kind of have to roll with the punches because there are just some things you won't think to talk about. And that's where the growth. Go ahead. What about this? I was watching this um, TV show. It was Love and Hip Hop. It was a few years ago. It was Love and Hip Hop New mm-hmm. York. And the couple that was on there had a child. Mm-hmm. And they was together for a few years. They was even married, I believe. I believe. But the father didn't celebrate Christmas. Mm. The wife wanted the son to celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's things like that right. that I think is unexcusable. It's like, how did y'all not know this was going to come up? Right. So there's situations like that i'm like but you knew this man didn't celebrate christmas right. but she didn't want to have that conversation with him because she knew what the answer would be mm. i think she wanted to wait until he was um born and he would change his mind but 
that was a conversation that needed to be had before the child was born. That's now, true. I don't know how they celebrate holidays. Right. Because it's a conflict. But you would hope, yep. you, you would hope, like, when it comes to religious beliefs, that that's something that was talked about. Like, because I told, I told my husband, because I was raised in church, like, we go to church every Sunday. Now, do we go to church every Sunday now? No. But I told him <laughs> before we got married yeah, that right. that was important to me. So that was something that we dealt with earlier on in our relationship until it changed, you know? So I feel yeah. like those are the type of things that will come up. But, like, there are still, like, some things that you just don't know it's important to you. Because, like, you go through different phases. Like, when we first got married, we weren't thinking about children. We we never thought about children. It was like it's fine if it happens, and it, no, no pressure. But as soon as we got to Dallas, as soon as we got here, something changed, and I don't know what it was. I would like to know, but something changed, <laughs> and here we are. So um, on to question three. All right. So if we take cheating out of the equation, what do you feel is another form of betrayal in a relationship? Man, I was looking at that question, and that one was tough for me because, <laughs> once again, I can only speak for my generation. Mm-hmm. All we ever talk about is cheating, mm. and we don't really take care of nothing else. Wow. Like, our, like my generation just leads with sex. Right. Don't you cheat on me. We don't care about having that conversation. We don't talk about, we don't really talk about getting to know each other better. It's don't cheat, don't cheat. So, with that being said, um, what could be a deal breaker for me? Man. That's a, that's a tough question for me to answer. What can be a deal breaker besides cheating? So I can, uh, I, can, I can go on. Let me expound on it and maybe you'll get some ideas. So for me, this is silly. It'll sound silly. But like when I first started my podcast, like I was very nervous about it. Right. It was a secret. Like me and my husband knew that was it. <laughs> that was it. So he couldn't talk yeah. about it. At all until I was comfortable. So had he told somebody about it before I was ready, that would have been somewhat of some betrayal. <laughs> so it's weird, but I feel like oh, this. This no, is my no, so no. so. Listen, so it's so it's like things that I confide in you, and I don't want anybody else to know. So if I tell you something in secret, you know, if you're my you're my husband, you who I talk to about everything, there is things that go on between me and you that. I don't need anyone else to know about. So I feel like that's a form of betrayal if you can't keep my secrets, my, my personal secrets about me to yourself. I feel like that's a possible form of betrayal. You know what? You didn't just give me an idea because by me having all these shows, Mm -hmm. you know, I I basically record three shows a week Mm -hmm. and I'm probably guest uh, featuring on another show. Mm-hmm. But my fiance makes it all happen, you know. Wow. Um, she's she's very supportive, and once again, just 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 to piggyback off what you were saying, if she gave me a hard time mm-hmm. over this passion that I finally discovered, right? That's a deal breaker. It's like you can do everything right, you know, mm-hmm. like our relationship is perfect. Mm-hmm. But if I found this thing that I like, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, you don't spend too much, you don't spend enough time with me, and you fighting me over this. Mm-hmm. That might be a deal breaker. Okay. Yeah, I, I see. Like that was a thing. No, that's a real, real thing. I feel like when you, when you are somebody, especially just the way you explained it, if you are somebody who you know kind of just have been going in life, you know, doing what you had to do to make it, and you were happy enough, but then you stumbled upon something that you really enjoy doing, and it's like a passion, then you you do have issues with people who kind of stand in the way of you doing 
you know, what you love. So I, I totally can relate to you on that. But like the that talking about things that I feel like are in between me and you, me and my spouse is like something that I don't want to worry about. And it's something that I had to work on personally because I'm a very open, transparent person or whatever. So like when there's things that I even want to talk about on my show, I have to be like, okay, so how do you feel? <laughs> I have to ask my husband, how do you feel? Cause, and, and he'd be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, I'll make sure I won't, you know, t- tell too much or whatever, you know? So I understand right. that. I understand that. And so um, another thing that I feel like is a, um, a form of betrayal in a relationship it would be you know i guess i guess like if you're if you're really like it all boils down to communication for me and knowing things so if there's something like going on with you and like this is kind of it, it kind of ties into why i feel like cheating is so hard on a relationship because it's like that honesty thing like you actually have to lie to me to pull off this act so more so than the actual act of you sleeping with somebody it's the fact that you are lying to me so just you know being open to open with me feeling like you can talk to me and you know i'm the person that you tell everything even the bad things if you don't do that there's betrayal there so i we think we just need to we just need to put this on the table though <laughs> we just got to keep it 100%. Lies are to mean two totally different things it between is. men and women. It yeah. just does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it guess so. I guess a lie so. From a man lying to you is him trying to protect you. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, no, women don't want to hear it. And it's dumb. It is. But that's just what we feel a lie is for. To and protect. Women just don't like to be lied to. But we're like, mm. listen, this is for your own good. <laughs> but no. So here's the thing. So I feel like men wouldn't want like to be lied to either. You know? Even if even if like even if the woman is trying to protect him for what he like she know he wouldn't take well. It's like it's just the truth. Now, there's also that conversation about closure and if it's necessary and how honest you really need to be and all that stuff. But I feel like that goes into the integrity of the person. Now, a lot of people can sleep easy, you know, telling half truths and, you know, go on about their business. But for me personally, if I know I'm lying about something, I don't get to sleep well. I don't feel good about myself. So it's actually like a release for me to be honest completely. Like I get to be happy. That's where my peace lies. That's where, you know, my happiness lies. I have to be genuine with people I deal with. So I feel like that's just important. But I get it. Like some people are not as good with it as I may be, or it's not attached to their peace like it is for me. So I understand it's not like a priority for them because they don't, you know, operate the way I do. But I feel it's important. Now, right? Yeah, I understand. There is a, there is a difference. Like if you feel like you're protecting me, like how mad can I be? But if it's if it's really really dumb, then you know, <laughs> you might have. Most de- of the time, it is dumb. But we just. <laughs> I don't know. We just feel like we're helping the situation. We're we're helping our relationship. I guess. I guess, man. I guess. <laughs> uh, question four. Okay, so I feel like we kind of got into this. So we all know what a gateway drug is. What do you think can be a gateway to cheating? And I- a gateway to cheating is just, and I'm sitting here thinking about it, like the friends you keep. You know, mm-hmm. 
just 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 friends like for me i don't know why but guys who i don't even know walk up to me and talk to me about women oh. i'm in the gym one time and i was doing this workout and this guy who's bigger than me you know it's like hey keep your elbows in you know do it like that and then he turned around and turned back around said yo i was at the phillies game man and these women were in there and i'm just like bruh <laughs> i don't really care but there's just people around you mm-hmm. who will you know try to push you into that direction and i don't know why mm. so it could be just guys like another example you can have a friend i used to have a friend that when i would go see what's up with him like we worked together mm-hmm. he was like yo look at this right here he pulled out his phone and just show me women that he's dealing with and that's and you just be like oh man <laughs> it becomes it's right. like I don't need to be talking to you right now brother <laughs> right right this is not good for me and what I'm trying to achieve yeah. yes yes so um, I believe well like I, I I felt like we were getting getting into this when you're saying that people need to stay busy you know like um, you know because you said if they're bored then they're more likely to get into something do you yep. think porn you know pornography is a gateway to cheating no you don't no i don't porn for me used to be a way to used to be a way to stop me from cheating <laughs> so it was prevention <laughs> yeah porn was that was it you get done watching porn you're like okay what, what the hell was i thinking <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing productive now. <laughs> so here's the thing i i kind of i don't i don't have an issue with porn I just feel like a lot of men uh, use it like, you know, say, for instance, they don't. It's easier in a sense. Right. It's easier to go ahead and do that opposed to, you know, start something with your partner or whatnot. And, you know, you get that done and the need is fulfilled. Now, that's fine. But say, for instance, you know, you know, y'all are not as active as, as you have been then if you're doing that, you're, you know, making it less likely to happen. So I feel like it's okay when it's okay, but you have to always be mindful of your situation. So well, when it comes to porn, you already have to know somebody that you can act, get access to. Like just because porn is on, don't mean you're going to automatically go out and do something. You have to have had some, you know what I mean? So right. it's, it's, it's just not the porn. It's like you already had a friend. Don't blame nothing on the porn. Right. No, I, I get it. You're not blaming anything on the porn. I just feel like, uh, as far as, okay. So in my, in my experience in counseling, cause uh, me and my husband do go to counseling, uh, the, the, the doctor would say that porn could be a possible threat to the marriage for the simple fact that um it's kind of setting up the uh the mind to have sexual feelings for someone else if that makes sense like i don't i don't necessarily see it that way but i could see how it works if that's how the reason why i would stay away from porn and i believe this to be true is that porn can give you such a high to your brain mm-hmm. that the physical contact with the person that you with won't be good enough because okay. porn has gotten you so high. Mm. You know, you, you can go from clip to clip until it gets better and better. Right. You can't do that with your with your partner. Okay. So that high that you got from porn, it's hard to get that high from her. So you stay away from 
porn while you're in a relationship in order to get your body used to being with that person. Okay. If you're out here over fantasizing about two women at one time or man, y'all did it at work, like whatever porn you're watching, it kind of like enhances something in, inside of you that just your wife or your husband won't be able to fulfill because you've taken your feelings to a whole nother level. So right. So that's I, what I've heard. Okay. I, I get that. I, I see that also being a thing as well. So, um, okay. How do you feel about uh, friends of the opposite sex? And how often are you talking to these people? Like, is this okay? Is this a threat? Man, that's a conversation um because it's depends on where you friends before the relationship like you can't make like i personally can't make a new female best friend can't do that not right now (laughs) that's out the door right she can't make a new best friend male that's out the door Mm -hmm. um it's just up for the friends that you had to respect the relationship that you're in right and everybody knows each other everybody's cool with each other um if there comes a time where my fiance is jealous it's is intimidated or jealous or just has a gut feeling of mm-hmm. a female friend that i've had right that's a decision that i would have to make when we cross that because that, that hasn't happened right but that right there is scary you know to right. be friends with somebody since school and then you get into a relationship and you got to cut people off right you, know, you don't want to do it for the wrong reasons right don't be jealous don't be insecure Give me some real information. What did this person do who was supposed to be my friend to jeopardize what we got, you know? Right. So, I watched this show called uh, Married at First Sight. And yeah. And the current, there's a couple on there. And, like, the last episode was, like, they went to a party. And the girl, she has already been on an outing with her guy best friend. And, like, her new husband is, like, asking them questions and kind of getting a feel for them. And kind of gets a little aggressive, basically saying, like, uh, you know, uh, you ain't going to come between me and my wife. Just putting it out there like that. And the wife gets uncomfortable and feels like she needs to, you know, you know, interrupt the interaction. And she's kind of telling him that he's out of line. And to me, I felt like, you know, as men, he was having, you know, a conversation with the other guy, kind of just letting him know. But at the same time, as a friend, she felt like she needed to protect him. And I felt like, no, he needed to have that conversation with that guy. Whether there was something there or not, he just needed to have that conversation with him for his own reasoning. So what do you think? Like, do you feel like if if these, if these this is a, like, with your uh, fiance, if she has male friends that she hangs out with, or whatnot do you feel like you just need to have to have the conversation with him so you know that y'all have an understanding or do you just trust her completely and you don't feel like you need to have anything to do with that my whole thing is trust completely Mm -hmm. i like the the my trust is with a capital t Mm -hmm. you know um you can't tell me anything if there's no proof you know Mm -hmm. i'm not the type of guy to be like you know um or i heard this i heard that if i have no proof don't come to me with nothing um, but the second something happens, that's it. And that's the down, and that's kind of like the opposite side of trust. Mm-hmm. When you give somebody a hundred, you lose a hundred as soon as something goes south. That's true. So I, I, I'm going to give you all the trust in the world, or you going out with such and such, cool, no problem. Mm-hmm. But the second that it gets back to me, or I have proof that something is wrong, then that's when 
something has to change or things change. Wow. Because you were friends with this person before you met me. Y'all were homies, you know, y'all were cool. Right. That's kind of actually how my relationship is now. You know, my fiance, you know, she has a lot of male friends and female friends. And if one of her feet hurt her, I just so happen to know the guy as well. So mm-hmm. I guess that makes it easier. Right. But if he hits her up like, yo, let's let's go hang out. She got that green light. Okay. You know what I mean? That's good. That's good. All right. Question five. If you are your soon to be wife cheated and stayed together, would you keep it between the two of you? Yes or no, whichever it is, I need you to go into details. Man, I'm I'm conflicted on that. <laughs> me be me being the man that I am, mm-hmm. I can't not get my get backs. That's that's just me. I'm sorry. <laughs> she wouldn't be able to cheat on me without me having to have to do something myself and then we can come to the table and discuss things. But what we're not gonna do <laughs> is sit at some table and talk about how she cheated on me and broke my heart. That's oh, that's just the ignorant God. side of me. <laughs> I would love to talk about it though because like we talked about earlier mm-hmm. too many relationships look perfect because all we do now is take pictures and smile right and post them on social media mm-hmm. but guess what we're going through something too right you know because it's always out there that why do men cheat we don't have the conversation of why do women cheat so if i gotta tell you i need discipline i need hobbies i need all of the above but then you go out there and cheat and i'm gonna sit there and be like oh so I'm sitting here doing all of this for what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So I, I got to get get backs. That's funny. So here's the thing when it comes to like why men cheat and why women cheat. So um, not that there's a big difference in it, but I guess it's arguable to why women might cheat because a man, a good man, may know of everything that he does to please his wife something that he wouldn't do or his partner something that he wouldn't do on his own he's doing these things just to please his woman right and say she takes account to of everything that he's doing for her and she's happy about those things yet there's something that she still doesn't get from him that she has communicated to him and it is just too challenging challenging for him for him to even do those things that she feel still feels like she needs and then because that need is not met that may be the reason and it's arguable because the man is like no i do everything she's like no 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 everything is not done so it's arguable so that that would be a conflict because it's that it's that kind of thing i feel like with women sometimes well i don't have a problem with nothing you said my only thing is we don't talk about it enough only thing people ever talk about is the man cheating Mm. So that's all I was saying. Yes, women cheat and they have their reasons, but it's just that when a man cheat, we don't have a reason. We're just ignorant, cheating, egotistic males. So men and women cheat. It just yeah. we don't talk about women cheating. Right. And and I but I feel like it's the same reasons. I feel like it's similar reasons. Selfishness, lack of discipline. I feel like women cheat for the same exact reasons. Insecurities. Um, being the young woman, I remember feeling like, oh, well, he gonna cheat, so let me go ahead and do it. You know, like, let me, let, let me, let it be my KO. 
<laughs> you know, like let it, yeah. you know, I remember thinking like that as a you know as a younger woman or whatever because that was just the kind of I guess the guys that you dealt with like you just knew like they were incapable of being faithful so go ahead and get it off so you're not feeling butt hurt somewhere because this dude yeah. ain't gonna do right by you so it is a competition at one point but like once that you know maturity seeps in that that's out of the window you know because you're, you're no longer yeah. you're no longer competing no longer competing to see like it's not about like who broke my heart and i have to seek revenge it's more so like look and that is why i feel like cheating is dangerous like you know once you're in a serious relationship because what if that person is like that mature person that's just like you know what i know what i want and i want you and i'm hoping i'm getting the same commitment from you and when you break that commitment they're not trying to seek like a a a level playing field they're just trying to seek higher ground for themselves to where they don't feel like they are ba- basically being tested to do evil for evil, if that makes sense to you. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely dig it. Yeah. All it takes is that one time. Yeah, because cause sometimes all it is, that's all you're going to get. And so that's why I talk about, like, maybe sometimes you have to live in that space where you only get that one opportunity to mess up or, you know, do right. And that's why I say, you know, cheat or leave because it just might be the end whether you want it to be or not. You know, because everybody is not as forgiving as others may have been in the past. So, yeah. So, I think you explained why. Because you, you just, if, if you would want to talk about it, which I, I kind of figured you would because, you know, your your brother and his wife, they got on your show and talked about it. And I feel like they are a great example of you know discussing you know you know the issues in marriage that do come up and you know they're a great example of how to i guess get over it and be okay let's see so so as far as like your brother's wife being the one who started the um infidelity or whatnot how do you think like if your brother would have came to you i don't know if he did or not but if he would have came to you and said oh my wife did this what do you think you would have said to him like without it being like a a conversation where everybody was involved i would have told him to leave her (laughs) because well i'm sorry it's basically because (laughs) it's basically because of the makeup of my brother he's a doctor Mm -hmm. well forget he's a doctor he but he's a good guy you know Mm -hmm. and you see too many good guys get um treated like crap because you know they're easy they're easy you know easy prey right um when she said because this is the conversation that you know this is what i picked up from the conversation they had on my show Mm -hmm. and at one point she said infidelity is not a deal breaker normally when women say that they're going to cheat oh so to me so when she said that like she was going to do it that's just me and if you know my brother, he works about 80 hours a week. He He's he's one of those good guy, nerd guys. And you always seem to say, like, you know what? Nice guys always finish last mm-hmm. type of thing. So that's just the kind of vibe that I got from them. And if he would have been like, yo, she cheated, I would have told him to uh, 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 pack his bags because he's not like me. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to get revenge. He's just like, yo, why'd you cheat on me? You hurt my feelings. Right. And I don't want to stand around to see that because I don't like, I don't want to call him a weak man, but I don't like 
men to be in that position. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like you, you my little bro, and I, and to me, through my eyes, I know why she did it because she could. Oh. That's okay. that's just me, and I know I'm probably wrong. Right. But if he would have came to me, but if it was like a different person, and mm-hmm. I, I know you out there doing your thing too, it would have mm-hmm. been like, hey, you know, it is what it is. You know right. What I'm right. I get it. I get it. And so that's the thing. Like I feel like. Um, now, I think it goes both ways because I definitely can hear a woman telling, you know, if it was the other way around, hey, leave him. You know, he ain't no good. You know, I de- you you know you hear that. You know you definitely do. But I do feel like, you know, um, for men, it's tougher for, like, you know, you to go to other men and say, hey, this happened, and them not be like, uh-uh. You know, because I feel like just in general, from what I, what I know about men and the men I've dealt with, that if I ever, like... Like, uh, if I cheated on my husband, like, it's it's done. It's it's done. I would never, I would never, there's nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do to make it right. Nothing. Nothing. So, I would understand in my cheating and be like, okay, it's over. I Whenever he finds out, he'll find out. But I know it's over. So, I'm not going to expect anything from it. So, that that's the thing. That's like, that's what I understand about men. I feel like men... They take themselves seriously, extremely seriously. If they're a good man, if they if they are a great provider, like if the more qualities you can give a man, and you cheat on that type of man, you could just count yourself out. I don't care if you're if you're doing the same thing. I feel like that. That that's what I think. I got a personally. question for you. What's up? And this is a question that I've always wanted to ask a woman. What when you are in a relationship and you're married, but when you're with a man, what is yours? What's like? What do you, what do you possess? That's him. What do I possess? That is that man. Like, um, yes. What What do you possess? Huh. I'll give you an example if you need it. Please give an example. When When it comes to this cheating thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want nobody to take this the wrong way, but a man possession for a female is her actual physical so for her to actually go and cheat um it's kind of like well you know what you made me wait a certain amount of days you made me marry you 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 made me do these things to get the prize that i wanted and you gave it to this guy for nothing and that's what makes us feel vulnerable and weak and defeated you know we're we're Conan, we're barbarian, we're conquerors, we're warriors, and that's the sense of being defeated. So, if your man was to do anything like, you know, oh, you spent money on this woman, that could be your possession, or you actually had sex with this woman, that could be up as like. Uh, oh, so I'm gonna tell you right now. For me, his whole entirety is mine. Like okay. I feel, I feel like we've grown together so everything that he has at this point is basically because of me like you he wouldn't have gotten there if it had not been for me you know being an encourage encourager being a supporter you know making sure that you know i don't care what they said to you at work you the man and you smart you good at what you do and you're gonna go in there and next thing you know those people gonna be under you you know i'm gonna always you know no you know pep them you know Give him pep talks and, you know, motivate him. And be like, you know, don't worry about those people. Like, he is where he is because I was always in this corner. 
So his whole entirety, everything about him, the way he dressed, the way he looks, me, 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 me. And if anybody gets that, okay, I have a problem. Point blank, that right. I have a problem. I, I, I work for all saying. of that. All of that is me. And not that's to like mention, saying, yeah. That's like saying if he didn't have no swag till he met you, now he's super cool. Right. And now y'all women eating off what I created. Right. <laughs> all of it's mine. And so that's why I feel like where I guess I can really uh, relate to men because I feel like I put in a lot of work. I feel like yep. I did. I feel like, you know, you, of course there was work. We, Of course there were arguments. Of course there were like, you know, issues that we had to work through for us to get to the point that we are. So none of it was easy. And so when, if a relationship is betrayed and you give something, you know, if you give yourself to another woman, that's where my pride kicks in. That's why I feel like women can possibly be like done because I'm like, look, like, none of this came easy. Like, all of this was hard for me to give up and, you know, give to you. And if you could just give it to another. So, I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed, I'm supposed to feel special being your woman, but you can easily give it to a woman who was undeserving, who's done nothing. She's never, you know, she's never, she's never, you know, encouraged you. She's never, you know, did anything for you in a significant amount of time. She can't touch anything that I have done thus far. You could just give her any part of you no it don't make sense it doesn't make sense to me that's that's why that's i feel deep. like that's why yeah. i feel like it gets deeper in like when it comes to cheating in a relationship because there is so much that goes unaccounted for and i feel like there's that's also where the woman's pride kicks in that's why she can sometimes be so mad and so bitter about a man cheating because she knows all the work that she's put there and just to just for you to give another woman bragging rights on taking something that's mine? Are you serious? So it's kind of the same thing. It is. It's kind of the same. Yeah, it is. It's the same thing. Now, I'm pretty sure there's people who view it differently, but I feel like I can relate to a man on that because I feel like I put in just as, no, just as much work. I really do. So. Nice. Yeah. So that is that. So this came, this question comes from the actual episode about infidelity with your uh, brother and his wife. And it's because that was like your brother used the example of needing a grand gesture from her to, you know, I guess um, to show like how much she wanted the relationship. Like he wanted her to work harder than what she was working. And and all I could just hear in her is that she kind of felt defeated. Like she tried one time and he was still, you know, entertaining other women. So she just, you know, put her tail between her legs and went on by her business. So I wanted to talk about that because I feel like women tend to understand the the burden of their decision better than men sometimes. Now, I know there's men who can say, no, 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 there's double standards. And I believe double standards came up a lot in that conversation. But I feel like women understand better like what they did when they do something like that more so than men do. And I just wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah, to me. And that just goes back to what I said about 10 to 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes ago. She was kind of like the dominant person in the relationship. Uh -huh. He kind of was like the little puppy mm. who wanted you to, you know, like, you know, beg to take him back, you know, to take her back or whatever. And at the same time, she might have been the dominant person, but she was still a female. Uh -huh. And <laughs> by you act, acting feminine... You pushed her away because you couldn't stand in what you was, you know, because you told her you was good. 
I, I think I remember him saying that. Yeah, yeah, he no, that he, he fine, definitely said that. But he wasn't, huh? No, he definitely said he he was good when he wasn't. But see, that's the thing too. But that's the one thing I did not agree with, and I I really feel like she's giving off a lot of masculine energy, like the dominant right, partner. See? When she was kind of, yeah, no, when she was kind of, yeah, right? when she was demanding that he knew how he felt and to give her like a, a genuine answer right away. I do feel like, um, she, that was kind of like, you know, not right of her. She needed to give him time in that moment to make that decision. And I would expect if someone was able to give me an answer right that, that right, right, right away, it wouldn't be genuine anyway. You understand? Because I don't right. I don't feel like anybody really knows. Like, after all of this trauma, he don't know what he want. I wouldn't have, even if I, even if he would have said, uh, uh, I'm good, I would have knew that was a lie. I, I would have knew that was a cover-up. So, I feel like she, there is a lot of masculine energy she's giving off <laughs> in this situation. Yeah. It is, it is. Because I, I really and wanted to be like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but no. That's why she was cheating first and she was able to, like, and I'm just listening to them. I'm like, you know what? That's why I would have told him you need to bounce because it's, <laughs> I don't know if you got it in you to take control of this relationship. No, but see, I, I think he, I think he created the balance. Now, see, there's, there's something that I guess. I guess a lot of men need to understand that there are just women out there that have a lot of masculine energy. And there's men out there who probably have more feminine energy. And there's nothing wrong with that. You'll possibly find someone to balance you out. And I feel because he required his time and he put his foot down there when, as far as him requiring time and he wasn't going to do anything differently as far as like who he was seeing to make a decision. I felt like that was his own way of putting his foot down and he created space for himself to understand that's something he wanted. And I, I, I feel like that was his way. Now, I feel like you can't run from a relationship just because the woman is dominant. Because that's common too. There's a lot of relationships where the women are dominant. And there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like they find the men that, you know, can function well in that position. Well, you just reminded me about a topic that I had. And one of the and the topic was basically I believe that the person with the masculine energy is the aggressor and that's the one that's going to actually like run the relationship and possibly be the the cheater. I agree. So you say so. I agree. It's not necessarily why do men cheat? Is who is the mask? Where is the masculine energy right coming from? Where because there's women that will <laughs> you know tell they sleep with another guy while they man downstairs and he's just a little he's just a sucker you know he'll <laughs> he'll take it you know what I'm saying? It's like I've seen wow. situations. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's just she's the aggressor and she. I mean, not saying she wants to be, but mm -hmm. she probably looking for somebody to meet her energy. But because she's dealing with somebody who's not, she will take advantage of it. Wow. I, I, I believe it. No, I, I know. I see it that way. I, I, I think I even said it before. Like the person who has the most masculine energy is possibly going to be the one that cheats. But I do feel like there is a way to balance that. And. I mean, if you just think about like the story, the story that I heard is basically she she basically pulled him up. If she felt like, you know, she was the dominant one, I think she she made them as even as she knew how to, which is why he's probably a doctor today. And 
Um, you know, I feel like she influenced him a lot and I feel like she finally respects him enough to understand she can lose him. Cause she, she don't want to be the woman who worked this hard to make a great man and, you know, not reap the benefits. Right. That's what I was going to say. Cause I heard you, I heard, you know, when you were saying about your husband, about how you build him up during the episode, she was saying about how he's more, you know, camera, camera friendly. He's doing so much, so many things that he wasn't doing before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's looking like, this is my creation. So let Mm -hmm. me shape up before somebody else takes this now a doctor. Right. No children. Uh, Um, he's a a good guy. You know, he's coming into himself. Right. When she met him, he was a shell of himself. Now he's coming into himself and it's like, hey, do you really want to mess this up? Right. You and- you you pushed him <laughs> to get um to finish school and be a doctor because we all know how hard it is. People give up all the time. Right. You know, your partner's right there pushing you. Right. And then you let somebody else get this because you just want to go cheat. Right. Absolutely. And and I think that's also another challenge in marriage because like uh everybody doesn't grow at the same pace. So, like, you might get one person that's, like, um, excelling in their career, right? And the other one kind of is at, like, a standstill. And, you know, not that there's jealousy there, but there is always, like, that challenge to kind of be equal, you know? And not that, you know, like, I feel like a lot of times people feel like, oh, if the woman makes more money, then, you know, she's going to treat the guy funny. Or if the guy makes more money, then he's going to feel like he, you know, run everything. But I feel like, more so than who's paying what and who pays the most and who makes the most, I feel like there is like the the challenge of being equal in the sense that, you know, we are working together. So even if, even though I've grown in my career, you're growing emotionally. You know, you're growing creatively. Like you're growing in your own right. So I can't take anything from you because, you know, you don't, your growth doesn't look like mine. And I feel like a lot of people lose sight of that i feel like everybody tries to i said it before try to measure you know their success according to someone else's ruler or something like that and their happiness when you have to measure your own success with where you were before like you can't say okay you did this you did this so i have to do the same thing i really feel like everybody has to allow themselves accept their own success and allow people to have their success in their own right and not be so like comparing everything so closely because i feel like you'll mess up that way yeah, my whole thing is as far as who makes the most money, it's just all about how that person deals with power. Money is power. So if you make the most money in your household and you abuse it, it's you're not good with power. Mm. You know, so it's not always about oh I make more money. It's not. I think as men, we get caught up in just blaming or just you know being frustrated with women who make more money than us. Mm-hmm. But it's not just women. It's women with power who don't know how to handle power. True. Also men. You make more money than your wife, your girlfriend, or whatever. How do you handle power? So the question has always been going around. Would you date a woman that makes more money than you? That's not the question. (laughs) It's like, you know, do you handle power and do you have to be in power? Right. Like some people feel some people have to have that, you know, that edge. Some people have to feel like they're in control. So I guess just it's just because she makes more money than you doesn't make her a bad person. So I just think that that's just the wrong question. It's just how is that person dealing with the power that she has? Right. Right. And that's all things that we kind of have to learn in the process and the experience. Because 
a lot of us may, you know, start off making one thing, especially if they're in school together. You know, one person career might start at one at one place. And then for, you know, it five years later, they're making six figures and they didn't expect that. It's just how it happened. And, you know, yep. it's just something you have to realize and, you know, understand and accept and, you know, learn from. Mm-hmm. So that's really all I have as far as questions are concerned and topics because and I, I basically asked a question that I didn't write down because it's basically based upon the, um, the the infidelity show so um, yeah I, I mean I feel like we had a great conversation uh, we have been on the phone for like an hour and eight minutes my yep. my recorder no longer shows me exactly how many minutes over the hour <laughs> but <laughs> I know I know we got a lot of good stuff in and I feel like we had a great conversation so if you can tell the people how to find you and all the shows you're involved with. Okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter at 700 block underscore pod. Um, I'm also half of the podcast brothers. You can find that on Twitter too at podcast brothers. Um, my show, the 700 block podcast, it's a real talk podcast. You know, I have conversations with married couples, um, single women, fathers, we did a series on um, fathers raising daughters. Um, Loved it. And this is a real talk co- a podcast. It's called The 700 Block. You can find that on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere um, you can find a podcast. But the um, the big boy, the podcast brothers, um, that's the show that I have with my brother. You can find that on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere you can find a podcast. It's like bar- uh, barbershop talk, mm-hmm. comedic edutainment. We talk about pop culture, hip-hop. We love hip hop. We love sports. Uh, we talk about relationships. If you want to be entertained for an hour, please check us out. The podcast brothers. Well, all right. Thank you very much. Once again, thanks for having me. No problem. All right. All right, guys, it is time for the shout outs. Thanks for everyone who's been reposting, sharing, tweeting, retweeting. Appreciate you all. You all are awesome. Thank you. Jay at Just Say Words, Village Vibes Podcast, Triple D at Off the Clock Podcast, Q and Always Vibrant V, aka VJ the Bay at Chopping Up with Q, D Murph with Why Not Sports, Down with the DMs, and Flagrant 2. Baby Boy Podcast, Takenya Talks, Zoe View Podcast, Penrose Eames, There Go BJ, Two Squares Podcast, Woke With Kids, Tackless Know-It-Alls Podcast, Miss Neek and Good Morning Beautiful Podcast, The Conversation Con Artist, The Podcast Queens, The Johnny Fex Podcast, Real and Raw, Unapologetic Radio, Two Shots and a Brew, Committee Podcast, Glenn and Her Podcast, Peppa and the Salt Shaker Podcast, Egos and Opinions Podcast, Random Tandem Podcast, Sweats and Suits, Bang That Show, Empress Journey, Second Shift Podcast, Necrophilia, On My Grown, Rough's Ramblings, The Outline Podcast, Talk It Out and T.I.O. Black, Midnight Convos, Sexual Flavors, Only Child Syndrome, Two Awkward Millennials, Noel Calloway, PLP Podcast, Drunken Nights, Brother to the Night, Real Women, Real Talk, The Bake Session, Open Secrets, 
TPB Network, Mama Yoga, Floss 700, Fresco's World, and the podcast Brothers, PTO Unlimited, It's a Melanin Thing, Confessions of a Big Haired Girl, Order of Opinion, Con- Conscious Sedation Podcast, Outspoken Diva, <laughs> Outspoken Diva, Views from the Cube, Pancakes and Milkshakes, Lit Gen... Lit Regeneration, the podcast, Style and Grace podcast, Star Jaws podcast, What is TWS, Terrace Dixon, Crazy Town podcast, In My Opinion, Public Access America, Stakes is High podcast, Always Right podcast, Hashtag Blackout podcast, The Man podcast, Let Me Tell You Something, All Diddy, Afro Daily, Payday podcast, The Card Table, what about your friends? Hashtag all podcasts matter. Podcast versus podcast. The Midwest West Coast. The Midwest Coast podcast. Millennial, uh, Millennial Love podcast. Just in time. The JNT Baggers. I see the updates. Podcast. Don't take it personal. Ramblings with McKellion85. Black Girls That Say Awesome, That's What She Said, The Conversation Theory, Live Woke Podcast, Two King Caps, Gay Side Stories. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up today's episode. But feel free to comment below or tweet or message me if we touched on any topics that you would like to expound on. If you have something to say, say it. Um, Well, thank you again for listening. Shout out to Flaw 700 from the Podcast Brothers and the 700 Block again. Thank you. Thank you for your time. This is it. This is all. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Goodbye.